welcome to the MBS show, episode number 512. I am your host, Simon Sanzo, and we got some news for you this week. So let's hop right into it with the first one. <clears throat> IDW Endless Summer Event Connecting Covers. Hmm, this is going to be cool. Good morning, everypony. We have some fun news out of IDW Publishing today. Do you like comic crossovers? How about Sonic the Hedgehog or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or even, dare I say, Dungeons and Dragons? If you do, then you have to be in. Uh, then you happen to be in luck, kind of. As part of IDW publishing Endless Summer One-Shot Comic event kicking off this August, a series of connecting covers have been created by illustrator Jack Lawrence, spanning four different comic book series. Those series are Dungeons & Dragons Saturday Morning Adventure, uh, My Little Pony Generation 5, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Sonic the Hedgehog. So while it is not a full-blown comic crossover, it is a comic event of four one-shot comics with a shared team. More to the point, this is also the first time My Little Pony comic book cover has ever uh, connected with covers from different comic series. To date, only the My Little Pony and Sonic the Hedgehog covers have been revealed for this connecting cover event. Equestria Daily will keep you updated at the image as sorry, uh, image are released prior to the comic dropping on August 30th. <clears throat> Alright, anywho. Uh, let's see. This These two covers are cool. We get to see Hmm, okay. Um, hmm, how do I put this? Okay, uh, when you take a look, see at the cover, you can clearly tell that, oh, that dust of, um, yeah, th this year, this dust uh, kicking up is because of Sonic, so yay, that's cool. But at the same time, too, we got no idea uh, what's in between them or what's even uh, at the side, left and right. I mean, um, we'd love to see the other two, uh, Dungeons and Dragons and also Turtles. And a uh, funny thing, uh, we get to see that Sonic's comic is a bit expensive by $8 and Pony comic is $5. Huh. So we get the main five here and we get the IDW staples here. I don't remember much of them. I know she's a sniper. She has a tail. That's about it. But yeah, um, as for now, can't really say much because there's nothing much to go or nothing much to talk about. So this will be something cool. Uh, too bad that the comics aren't really a crossover event kind of thing. It's more of a one-shot for the individual ponies or sorry, individual comics. So we'll see what Pony does. It should be fun and interesting. So let's, uh, talking about D&D, let's move on to the next news. My Little Pony role-playing game core rulebook pre-orders now available, plus a preview. 
who wrote this? Sephisto, right? Uh, regard, uh, Renegade has tossed up pre-orders for the June release of the My Little Pony role-playing uh, game called Rulebook. They've been working on apparently pre-orders currently given access. Oh, sorry, pre-orders currently given give access to digital PDF versions of it for all of you out there that prefer to use your tables uh, tablets at the table uh, I know that was me back when I played uh, you can pre-order this one over here find a preview of what's inside below I'm curious what's the book like or how much is it oh $55 hmm okay Okay, oh, PDF version. Oh, and the PDF version is cheaper. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, let's, let's read the... There's no much. All right, let's click on this and this. Close you for a bit. <coughs> All right. Okay, there's one more that I need to cover because it's kind of a... Um, <coughs> a then, uh, addition to it. Another preview for the My Little Pony role-playing game called Rulebook, uh, Chatty Trait. <clears throat> the, car the cartoon horses love to talk, and one trait you can assign to the ponies you create is Chatty. It, pro uh, it provides various social bonus along with negatives. Hit down below to check it out. Alright, so <clears throat> that's there. And let's head into the map first because the map we seen we seen the map and technically there's nothing new to it. Uh, where's Appaloosa, Ponyville? Yep, this is your standard map. But I'm sure if you are a dungeon master or game master, pick one. Uh, you'll find use for this. Uh, if I were to run this campaign, right? I'll set. Um, I'll put a setting in Ponyville, and then, uh, judging by the players, if they're experienced or not, uh, I'll probably guide them to some place simple. Uh, let's go to Cantalot. So we take the train, go to Cantalot. Uh, if the players are experienced and they want to try and um, create their own stories and adventures, uh, probably they want to go to Apple Appaloosa. So take the train and whatnot. I mean, there, there's a lot of interesting things that the players can do. And as the dungeon master, you are uh, responsible for your campaign. But we do see that uh, there's the, the dragon lair down the southeast. Yep, southeast. Oh, there's also the Mayan temple here. Uh, Griffinstone, Grotto River. This is kind of cool. Uh, Yank, Yakit Rage, Crystal Empire, uh, Yakistan. So the map is kind of cool and there's a lot to play around with. But anyhow, let's go to the <clears throat> uh, first page. Creating a character. So character creation is where your imagination meets the game's tool. Maybe you have an idea for your character and want to find an 
option that matches or you or you may see the rule and be inspired to take your character in a direction in a new direction as long as you end up with a character ready to play there's no wrong way to go there so i'm just uh, gonna read that, that bit i'm gonna take the look see at the character creation because um if you didn't know i do play dungeons and dragons fifth ed uh, and that's the only tabletop role-playing game I've played so far. I am interested in checking out Pathfinder, but I don't have I, I don't have a game master to play with, so I'm kind of blind with that one. So uh, putting that aside, uh, so all of my experiences are based on Fifth Ed of D and D. So let's see. I'm <clears throat> creating a character. Step one: creating concepts. Who is your pony? So, <laughs> all right. So for step one, it's basically what do you want to do with your character, or what what is your character? Who is he? What does he do? Or what it do and stuff? What? Who are they? <laughs> and I don't know how far this goes beyond uh, races because in D and D you have your Humans, elves, half elves, dwarves, um, Goliaths, uh, and your tieflings, and many more. There, there's a, there's a lot, so there's a lot of options for you to choose there. But for ponies, um, the ones that I can remember are you got your ponies, and those are split into trees. You got your earth pony, pegasi. And also uh, unicorns, and then uh, if you want to add in alicorns, they, they they can be there if you want, and if your game master allows it. And then um, you you get your uh, non ponies. Uh, those can be hippogriffs, uh, griffins. Uh, what else? Hippogriffs, griffins, uh, changelings, yak, and then uh, diamond dogs and. Uh, uh, Kirins and so on. So there, there's a lot of characters or races to choose there. But I'm guessing that uh, Renegade, Renegade was it? Renegade, right? Yeah, Renegade. Uh, I'm guessing Renegade Studios won't push everything all at once because they need to kind of, well, uh, create more books for the game. Anyway, uh, so that's the character concept and so on. So basically, let's let's just say, uh, let's create a Earth Pony who does a podcast and just wants to do stuff and somehow... His motivation for adventuring is to get more content. Yeah, let's just say that. So that's his gig and whatnot. Step two, uh, origins, influence, and role. Choose one origins, up to three influence, and possibly hang-ups, and a role. Choose backgrounds, traits, one of each influence. Record the bonus you get from each one. Record role level as one. Ah, okay. 
So I'm just going to read it through because um, I'm, re- I'm basically I repeat self. <clears throat> uh, three essence score assigns twelve points across your essence score and remembering any bonus you get from influence origins or role defense. Oh, uh, add ten to each essence and roll that as the approved appropriate defense toughness evasion willpower and uh, cleverness uh, five step five skill increase the rank of any skill under each essence by the total of essence increase in the s es- uh, in that essence uh, skill ranks are two d f- uh, one two uh, sorry um two d Two D, D four, D six, D eight, D ten, and D twelve. D two is confusing because okay, um, these are dice, and what that means are a D twenty. A D twenty is a twenty sided dice. D twelve, twelve sided dice. D ten, D eight, D six, D four are just basically dice. A, a D two is basically a coin. It's just one or two. Or zeros and ones. So um, this one is a bit confusing for me because I don't know the system for this one. So uh, I, I just yeah. I mean, this is very fascinating. Skill ranks are two uh, uh, essence by the total score of essence increased in that essence. Skills are d two and uh, all right. Oh no, uh, six. Describe your character at some final touches like a name and what your character looks like. You also begin the game with a pool of friendship points, one per player between you. See page 118. So that's more additional rules. So um, looking at the character creation, it's already interesting uh, because... (laughs) Um, okay, uh, let's go for this one first before I uh, show you what I want to show. So anyway, uh, my little pony, blah, 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 chatty. So this is a um, background thing. So uh, never at a loss for words. You have to say a lot about a lot of topics. Influence, skill, persuasion. Persuasion usually in the end. Uh, in the end, actually, uh, persuasion just makes you or gives you hmm, how do I put this? Okay, uh, in D and D there's certain skill sets that you have, uh, athletic, acrobatics and so on, and persuasion and deception is also one of those skills. Uh, in D and D persuasion is just say um, your character wants to go into a restricted area and the person says no can do. And if your character has high persuasion and the right role, you can technically tell the or talk to the guard saying that, oh, I mean, uh, just between the two of us, uh, let's hit. I mean, nobody will have to know, blah, blah, blah. You can just talk about, talk to them and then like just try to get in. And usually... Uh, if your persuasion is high and a certain skill match up, you may get uh, advantages. That means you get to roll 
two dices or uh, in D&D's case, two D20s and pick the highest for the roll. So if you get a net 20, you automatically passes and whatnot. Okay, example, pony, mare, mare. Oh, okay, cool. We're starting off with her. That's going to be fun. Mare, mare owns her, owes her political position as much to her politic politics as she does to her gift of the gab. Uh, perks. Character flashback. You remember something interesting someone did, uh, someone said once, three times per day, you can, uh, you can substitute a smart skill with persuasion for a skill test. Oh, okay. So if, what I'm, what I'm understanding here with this perk, uh, cat, chat, chatter flashback is that, um, if let's say if you want to try and persuade the guard and instead of using some kind of smart skill you can use your persuasion to uh do the do the skill test instead of doing the smart skill okay cool that's that's uh, i i get that i get that but i i really need to see how the whole thing goes Okay, hang up. <clears throat> hang ups are basically the uh, negatives, uh, like the what was it again? The flaws. Chatterbox. You suffer sung. Uh, you suffer sung on in. <laughs> you suffer snags on infiltration skills, uh, infiltration skill tests that involve stealth, as you can never quite stay quiet enough even talking to yourself if no one's around aha, aha so um even okay let's just say that even if your character here doesn't really talk maybe, maybe he has a gag or maybe he's just m mute or something like that uh what this does is when you try to let's just say your character here is sneaking past a sleeping guard. Usually, uh, a character would just roll for stealth. Uh, the GM would decide the uh, DC. Uh, that's the difficult... Uh, it, what was it again? DC... Difficulty challenge? Something like that? Uh, dif yeah, difficulty check. That's it. Uh, the GM will... Uh, set the DC to probably okay. The let's just say the idea the idea is okay. The guard was partying all night and he didn't really get enough rest, so he's in this um, corridor and it's boring and he fell asleep. Uh, so the DC for this would be probably ten. That that's just uh, acceptable, right? With your bonuses and whatnot. So if a normal player would to roll stealth check uh, let's just say he gets a five but his skill to uh, stealth is six so that's an 11 so that's an automatic pass and then let's just say your other character is a rogue or whatnot or whatever it is their their skill point is high let's just say 10 so they roll a 
five, that's a fifteen. But because they have certain skills, perks, or whatever, uh, they have advantage on roll, so they roll twice, and he gets a twenty. So basically, he's a ninja. And there comes you, with the chatty perk. And as they say here, uh, you suffer snacks on infiltration skill test that involves stealth, as you can never quit quiet and blah blah blah. So what this says is, okay. Let's just say your stealth is five. You roll a. You roll a d twenty. You got a ten. That's a fifteen. That's good. But here's the thing: because of your hang up, the chatter box, you roll at disadvantage. That means you roll twice, but pick the lowest. So in this scenario here, you pick a four. Sorry, uh, you roll a four. With your five, that's a nine. The DC was ten, so somehow you managed to wake up the guard, <laughs> catching you and your party. Blah 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 blah. So it's it's kind of a very fun mechanic here for uh, for how to put this. It's just a fun mechanic. This this is really cool. Um, okay, so just the characteristics. You love sharing your gifts of the gap with anyone who cares to listen. Do you enjoy gossiping about other ponies, or do you just enjoy making new friends and having long conversation for, uh, sorry, long conversations for some ponies? Talking a lot is nervous habit, while for others, is just as uh, is mm, it's just a way to share things they they're interested with others. Think about the motivation of why your pony character is particularly chatty, and how that comes into play in daily activities. So, uh, this suggested characteristic here is very cool because making a character sometimes can be a bit difficult because you you don't really have the right idea or and whatnot, and basically choosing a background, uh, it, it's it's one of those things where. I, I got no idea if this is right for me or not, blah, blah, blah. But hey, uh, it's something. And the thing that they give here is pretty cool. Also, um, background bonds. So this this is just basically flavor for your character. So um, let's see. Let's see. Um, and what they say here is you can pick from 1 to 12. Or you can roll a 1d12 to... Pick, uh, to let the die pick for you. So, I have a hard time keeping secrets. Oh no. I'm often afraid that people judge me for talking too much. I love gossip. The juicier, the better. I always want some pony to spill the, uh, uh, sip, uh, spill the tea with me. I find myself constantly jumping from one topic to another. A great story told by friends is better than any book or product, uh, pro, pro, or production you'll see at Ponyville Theatre. Sometimes I feel that there are too many things to say and too little time to say it without leaving out something important. I often interrupt others, usually realizing I've done so way too late. Just because I'm a talker doesn't mean I'm good at I'm a good listener, and I'm great at remembering details about conversation I had. 
Just because I'm a good talker doesn't mean I'm a good listener. And I'm also great at remembering details about... Huh! Okay. I once talked my way out of a very scary situation. My friends know that I uh, that if they ever need somebody to talk to, I'm always there, here for them. I get impatient with ponies who doesn't seem to pay attention to when I'm talking uh, when I'm talking about what I'm talking about. My nickname in school was Filibuster hmm, because I never met any I never let my teachers get through a sentence without interrupting with additional facts on the topics. Ah, <laughs> okay, cool. So, uh, if you're probably wondering, what are this all about? Isn't this the same thing as this? Technically, no. This is one of those character traits that you can put onto your character. So basically, let's just say, uh, number 10. Let's just say you pick number 10. My friends know that if they ever need some pony to talk to, I'm always there for them. So basically what this says to you and to your GM is that uh, this is how you should kind of play your character, uh, make them uh, or try to give it, give them that, that tone of, uh, of parental, I won't say parental, but motherly love and so on, blah, blah, blah. So this is one of those cases where, ah, this is really interesting. So we'll see how that goes, blah, blah, blah. So what I wanted to show you was this. Aha. This is a, a D&D character creator. Um, it's called Aurora. And you can build your character with this. It's a free app with certain things that you need to do, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, basically you can do a you, you can create a D and D character here. So um, let's just say we'll call him Tess. And depending on how that game runs, uh, it's going to be a bit different because uh, there's a few rules for D and D, and that's uh, point by. Basically, you have certain number stats for your character and you can pick which one to slot it in. A standard array is similar, but you have a set number of points, which is 15, 14, 13, 12, 10, and 8. And you can slot it into uh, any of the uh, character's stats. Uh, roll d4 uh, what this means is you just roll and discard the lowest so you get four chances uh, the d6, uh, 3d6 is the same thing and you just roll the die for your stats um, for us right now we're going to go for point by and uh, create a character this is just your what you call this uh, art which we can change later so we're creating tests and all of this here is just basically choosing your um, race and whatnot. So this is all the module that they came from. And this is all the race. Uh, this is the classes. We got artificer. Uh, and why you're wondering, there's three. Because there's three. Uh, artificers have three uh, books they came from. I, I think so. 
backgrounds, ability scores, language, proficiency, and feats. Um, let's go for a standard human character. Okay, we go for a standard human character. Uh, they're explaining what uh, humans are here. Um, you can also check out the books if you want to. Okay, let's click that. Okay, so uh, what class you want to go for? So let's go for a fighter class. All right, that's the fighter. Ah, okay, sorry. So when you uh, when you pick a human, there's always the oh, what type of human are you going for? Uh, in the player's handbook, there's the human variant, which gives you two stuff. You know, um, we say uh, two different ability score, which I uh, increase two by one, and then you get a proficiency in one of your skills and also feet of your choice and also there's the standard human array uh, I don't see it uh, what human variant let's go for that one All right so you, you increase your stats and whatnot and so on so uh, so you just go in you increase your stats here like I mentioned before there's a few numbers you can do then you just build a character and stuff. Um, also the build, uh, if I can. Oh, um, also the... Uh, let's see, manage. Yeah, your backstory. What was your backstory and whatnot. There's also the backgrounds. Yeah, the backgrounds. The backgrounds also play a part because uh, it gives you additional bonuses to stuff. Uh, like this one. Uh, gives you proficiency in athletics, perception, uh, navigation tools, and vehicles, land and water. Oh no, the sailor. Yeah, okay. So soldier is uh, athletics, intimidation, game set, uh, vehicles, land. So uh, picking this is just basically how you want to build your character, and also like we mentioned before, or we what we read before, is. <coughs> Uh, basically this so special uh, specialty or uh, bonds or whatever I mean it's basically the same thing as what we've oh no it's basically the same thing as what we covered before in this and yeah cre creating characters fun like creating the perfect character for you is fun but one thing or one one rule I learned the hard way is to never be too attached to your character because uh, in D&D, they might perish because bad roll of the die. Oh no, can't, can't be helped. So, yeah. I, I, I can't wait. But I, I wonder if I can play this with anyone because the game looks fun. I am very interested in checking this one out and playing it with some people because... Yeah, man, like, th this is going to be fun. Especially playing a bit of D&D &D and trying something new because wizards are big meanies. So, yeah. So, let's go into the next topic. And next topic is what have I been doing with my week? So, if I remember right, last week we didn't have a show because news was not a lot. But this week we made up for it. And we did with a nice chat about D&D. &D. I really love D&D. D&D &D, or 
tabletop gaming is really fun. The idea of... How do I put this? Uh, D&D is basically a tool for improv, uh, improvisation, where you just act and be silly, be f- uh, play, play a role and whatnot. Like, it is a very fun thing to do with your friends. And I can understand for some people, it's daunting that they have to talk or act or do some public thing in front of their friends. But as time goes on, you won't, uh, that, that won't even matter because you're playing a game with your friends. Basically, you're, how do I put this? You're, um, how, what's the word I'm looking for? You're immersed in the character that you created and you want, uh, you, you, you immerse yourself into the character and you want your character to do well and whatnot and just, just do or just play um, the characters that you created and you want to see how far or how awesome uh, you, uh, how awesome the character can be. Uh, what else? Yeah, that's D&D. Um, other than that, I recently bought a game. I, I don't have it with me now, but I bought Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. And this is a keychain that they gave, awesomeness. Also, the, the shop that I went to, they gave us this pendant. And also... Uh, an upcoming keychain. I, I think it's the tablet that Link has, something like that. So, um, been playing a bit of that. And also another game called Shadow of Doubt, where you play as a detective and you solve cases. It's fun, but I'm not that smart. So I, I just played about, what, almost 10 hours of it. And then like I, I dropped off because I want to play Zelda. <laughs> So yeah, um, that's 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 it for what I've been doing. Uh, play the play D last week, but not this week because my GM had to work, or played Zelda probably. Uh, but yeah, uh, that, that's about it. Um, yeah, that's about it. So anyway, um, I'm very interested in this pony role playing game. Like I am, I am very hooked on the idea of. Trying this out with friends. Huh. Oh well, anywho, um, if you guys have any questions, concerns, or suggestions for the show, you can contact us at theambitionsgmail.com. You can also reach us on the Twitter. The show's Twitter account is at show, and my personal Twitter account is at Norman Sanzo. Uh, also, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes, YouTube. Don't forget to press the bell icon to stay up to date. And also, Stitcher Radio, and also like our Facebook page. You can also catch us on punivlive.com. Links are in the show notes. Also, do subscribe to the review and discussion podcast on iTunes and Stitch Radio. Over there, you can catch me, Silver Quill, Jacob, probably Tara when he's available, reviewing the Pony comics, episodes, movies, specials, and sometimes we like to do other things and um, ponies, and that can be 
cartoons, animes, comics, mangas, movies, games, or just general discussion about whatever you want. If you would like to support the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash mbsshow. With every support, you get a week's early access to review and discussion podcast, exclusive and deleted content. And a huge thank you from me. Uh, talking about the thank yous, where are you? Uh, I would like to thank Jacob, Lucky Knight, and Mess of Light. Thank you so much, guys. You are great. So anyway, I have been Norman Sanzo, and I'll guys catch you next week with another fun episode of the MBS Show. See ya! See ya!